Howdy howdy, this is Lily from Makecraft Game, and you're listening to Reading Rulebooks. Today, we're going to be reading the rulebook for Bargain Quest, so let's hop right into it. Overview Bargain Quest is a game for 2-6 to six players where you must supply brave heroes with the weapons and equipment they'll need to save your town. If they succeed, fantastic! Your shop will grow in fame and reputation. And if they get eaten alive, well, at least they can't ask you for a refund. Contents 112 item cards, 16 hero cards, 20 employee cards, 12 upgrade cards, 6 for display, 6 for storage, 96 coin tokens worth 5, 10, and 20, 60 star tokens worth 1 and 3, 10 wound tokens, 1 quest token, 12 monster cards, 4 each of rank 1, 2, and 3, 18 adventure cards, 1 rulebook, and 6 folding item shop boards. Cards Anatomy Item Cards On the top left of the item card is the price, which will be next to the name of the card. Underneath it is the class icon, and underneath that is the appeal value, indicated by hearts. Under the picture of the card, you will have the attack and defense bonuses. Attack is indicated by the double axes, while defense is indicated by the shield. Underneath the bonuses is the special ability. Monster cards. On the bottom left of the monster card is the reward if defeated. On the top right is the monster's special ability, and underneath that is the toughness and strength value. Toughness is indicated by the skull in front of the shield, while strength is indicated by the skull in front of the cross swords. On the bottom right of the card is the reward if defeated. Hero card. On the top right of the hero card is the starting perks, or how much money they have when they enter the game. On the top left are the class icons, on the bottom left is their innate attack value, represented by the crossed axes, and on the bottom right there is their innate defense value, represented by a shield. In between their attack and defense is their special ability. Upgrade and employee cards. On the top left is the cost to purchase. Underneath their picture is their special ability, and in the bottom right is their ability timing, if any. Objective. Your goal is to be the shop with the highest score at the end of the game. Your score is calculated based on the amount of coin tokens and star tokens you've collected. These tokens are gained from heroes when they purchase items from your shop and successfully battle monsters. Setup 1. Each player chooses a folding item shop board and places it in his or her play area. The item shop boards have no differences beyond aesthetics. 2. Each player takes 5 coins from the supply. 3. The player who has most recently paid for a good or service in cash claims the quest token and places it next to his or her shop, or you can determine randomly. 4. Shuffle the item deck and place it within easy reach of all players. 5. Create a deck of three monster cards by randomly selecting one monster from each rank and placing them face down in the deck as follows. Rank 3 on the bottom, rank 2 in the middle, and rank 1 on the top. Return the unused monster cards to the box without looking at them. If this is your first game, use the Bandit Captain, Orc Warlord, and Vampire Queen. 6. Shuffle the adventure deck and place it face down near the monster deck. 7. Sort the upgrade cards into two decks. One for display upgrades and another for storage upgrades. All cards in these decks should have the side displaying the cost in the upper left corner of the card face up. 8. Take the employee deck Shuffle it and place it face down next to the two upgrade decks. 9. Take the hero deck, shuffle it, and place it face down within easy reach of all players. 
If this is your first game, remove one copy of each of the four hero cards. Rogue, Fighter, Cleric, and Mage. Shuffle those cards and place them face down on the top of the shuffled deck. 10. Draw a number of hero cards equal to the number of players and place them face up in the center of the table. Then, for each hero, place coin tokens from the supply on his or her card equal to the purse value lifted in the upper right corner of the card. Besides the individual player boards, all card decks, displays, and tokens should be in easy reach of all players. Gameplay. There are six steps to each round. For reference, these steps are listed in order from left to right on the bottom of your shot board. Step one, supply. At the start of this step, if the top card of the monster deck is face down, flip it face up, revealing the current monster. Monsters have a variety of effects on the game. Some monster abilities occur at specific times, others are always active. Next, each player is dealt four item cards face down from the top of the item deck. Players take these cards into their hand without showing them to other players. Each player then chooses one card in their hand that they would like to draft. To draft a card, place it face down on your shop board. Once each player has drafted a card, they pass the remaining cards to the player on their left. The players take up their new hands and draft again. This continues until all cards have been drafted, then proceed to step two, display. Step two, display. At the start of this step, each player takes all of the cards they drafted into their hand and selects one item card from that hand to place on display, placing it face down in the display area of their shop board. Items placed on display cannot be sold this round, but will be used to attract heroes to your shop. Each item has a number of class icons and a number of heart icons on the left side of the card. Class icons determine which heroes can equip that item. The number of hearts is the appeal value of that item, representing how attractive the item looks in your display. Some items have zero hearts. Items also have stat bonuses and or special abilities that resolve as written. Once all players have finished preparing their displays, all players flip their display items face up. Proceed to step three, shopping. Step three, shopping. Starting with the player who has the most total heart icons in their display, each player will choose one available hero from the center of the table to enter their shop, placing it next to their board. Once a hero has entered a shop, the shop is considered occupied and no other heroes may enter that shop during this round. Then, the player with the second most total heart icons in their display chooses an available hero to enter their shop and so on until all shops are occupied. While choosing heroes, you must choose a hero that has at least one class icon that matches an item in your display. Any players who cannot choose a hero that has at least one class icon that matches an item in their display must wait until all other players have chosen their heroes. Then, if none of the available heroes have at least one class icon that matches an item in an unoccupied shop's display, the unoccupied shop with the most total heart icons chooses one available hero to enter their shop and so on until all shops are occupied. If one or more shops have an equal number of heart icons, the tied shop with the highest total price of all items in his or her display chooses first, followed by the player with the second highest total price, and so on. If multiple shops are still tied, the tied players choose in clockwise order, starting from the player with the quest token. When the last hero has entered a shop, that shop's player claims the quest token. Once all shops are occupied, you can sell item cards from your hand to the hero in your shop. 
You can sell any number of items to a hero so long as the item card has an icon that corresponds to the hero's class. To sell an item, take coin tokens from the hero card equal to the price of the item card and place that item under the hero card so that the item's bonuses and abilities are displayed. That item is considered equipped. Remember, you cannot sell any items that are in your display. Once you have finished selling items to your hero, move the hero card along with any equipped items and any unspent coins left on that hero in front of your shop board. That hero will now represent your shop during the adventure step. Once all shops have finished selling items, the shopping step ends. Return all item cards in your display to your hand. Proceed to step 4, Adventure. Special note, note that each hero has a special ability that may affect your decisions during the step. Abilities resolve as written on their hero card. Step 4, Adventure. During this step, the heroes must confront the monster. Each hero is randomly dealt a card from the adventure deck. This card can apply modifiers to the hero's attack and defense values, as well as special effects which are resolved as written on the card. Then, starting with the player who has the quest token and proceeding clockwise, each player resolves the following. 1. If your hero's total attack value or crossed axes, including all bonuses, meets or exceeds the monster's toughness value, indicated by the skull on the shield, the hero successfully wounded the monster. Place one wound token on that monster and gain one star token. 2. If your hero's total defense value, or shield, including all bonuses, meets or exceeds the monster's total strength value, represented by the skull over the cross swords, the hero survives the encounter. You gain one star token. Otherwise, the hero is defeated. Discard that hero card, all items equipped to that hero, and any coins remaining on its card. If none of the heroes successfully wound the monster, place one wound token on the monster as together, the heroes can still manage to deal a small amount of damage. After all heroes have resolved their attacks and defenses, if the monster has received a number of wound tokens equal to or greater than the total number of players, the monster is defeated and it is discarded. If there are no monsters remaining in the deck, the game ends and the players proceed to scoring. Otherwise, each hero who survived gains coin tokens equal to the value in the treasure chest icon on the bottom right corner of the monster card. Shuffle all adventure cards back into the adventure deck. If the monster was not defeated, each hero who survived gains coin tokens equal to the value in the coin icon on the bottom left corner of the monster card instead. Then, discard all items and adventure cards on the surviving heroes. Return the hero card to the center of the table with any coin tokens accumulated from the adventure or unspent from shopping remaining on their respective cards. For each hero who was defeated, draw another hero card from the hero deck and place it in the center of the table with the other heroes. For each new hero, place coin tokens on its card equal to the listed purse value. Then proceed to step 5, Upgrade. Aware, many monster abilities resolve at the end of the adventure step. Step 5, Upgrade. Now, you have the opportunity to improve your shop with upgrades and employees. Take the top two cards from the employee deck and place them face up near the upgrade cards. These are the available employee cards. Starting with the player who has the quest token and continuing clockwise, each player may choose to purchase either an upgrade card or an available employee card by paying the coin tokens equal to the cost listed in the upper left corner of the card, returning these coin tokens to the supply. The purchase card is then placed face up next to the player's shop board. Upgrade cards come in two types. 
The display upgrade can allow the player to place additional item cards on display. The storage upgrade can allow additional cards to be placed in storage and saved for later rounds. See Step 6, Storage, for further details. A shop cannot have more than one of each upgrade card type. Each upgrade card has two levels, plus one and plus two. You can pay 10 coins to flip an upgrade card instead of purchasing a card during the upgrade step. Employee cards each have unique special abilities. The tab in the bottom right-hand corner of each card will state the step when the employee's ability may be used. Using an employee card is always optional. Whenever an available employee card is purchased, immediately replace it with a new employee card from the top of the employee deck. If the employee deck is empty when a new available employee card would be placed, no new employees are added. A shop cannot have more than one employee card with the same name. Once all players have had the opportunity to purchase a card, shuffle the remaining available employee cards back into the employee deck and proceed to Step 6, Storage. Step 6, Storage. Each player chooses one item card in their hand to place in storage. When placing an item into storage, place the card face down on your shop board. All other item cards that were not placed in storage are discarded. Item cards placed in storage remain face down on the shop board during the supply step. They are not considered part of the draft and are taken into the player's hand at the end of the supply step. The storage upgrade allows a player to place additional cards in storage during the storage step. This is the end of the round. Play proceeds to the next round with step one, supply. Running out of cards. If the item deck is empty when you must draw a card or deal a card, shuffle the discard pile to create a new item deck. If the hero deck is empty when a new hero would be drawn, the game ends immediately. Ending the game. The game ends at the end of the adventure step if there are no more monsters remaining. Proceed straight to scoring. If the hero deck is empty when a new hero would be drawn, the game ends immediately. All players lose the game as the monsters have taken over the town. Scoring. Each player now calculates his or her final score. Gain one point for each star token you have collected. In addition, gain one point for every 10 coins in your possession rounded down. The player with the highest total score wins. If there is a tie, the player with the most coin tokens is the winner. If there is still a tie, the tied players share the victory. Additional rules when playing with more than four players. If you are playing with five or six players, these additional rules apply. During the adventure step, if none of the heroes successfully wound the monster, place two wound tokens on that monster instead of one. If only one hero manages to wound the monster, place one additional wound token on the monster. During the supply step, while a rank two monster card is in play, Players pass cards counterclockwise while drafting. Advanced two-player variant. For a deeper and more strategic two-player game, you can apply the following rule changes. During setup, place four heroes in the center of the table instead of two. During the supply step, deal six cards to each player instead of four. During the upgrade step, each player can purchase two cards instead of just one. During the shopping step, after both players have chosen a hero to enter their shops, each player chooses an additional hero, starting with the player who has the most total heart icons in their display. You can sell items to both heroes in your shop, and both heroes will represent your shop during the adventure step. During the adventure step, the monster is defeated when it suffers four wounds instead of two. Reliable Heroes Variant 
Some players may not enjoy the randomness introduced by the adventure deck, which is intended to increase tension and add some uncertainty to the player's calculations during the shopping step. If you would like a more controlled game with more predictable outcomes, apply the following rule changes. During setup, set aside the adventure deck and all hero, monster, employee, or item cards that reference the adventure deck or adventure cards. During the adventure step, do not deal adventure cards to the heroes. Credits. Game design, Jonathan Ying. Illustrator, Victoria Ying. Additional item art, Jonathan Ying. Graphic designers, Jonathan Ying and Victoria Ying. Editors, Andrea Del Agnes and Julia Fatita. Moonflower font provided by Denise Benchulian. Round overview. Step one, supply. If the top card of the monster deck is face down, flip it face up. Each player is dealt four item cards. Cards are drafted clockwise. Step two, display. Choose item cards to place on display and place them face down in your shop. Displays are revealed. Step three, shopping. In order of appeal, players choose heroes to enter their shop. Sell heroes item from your hand. Display items cannot be sold. Return display items to your hand. Step four, adventure. Each hero is dealt an adventure card. Starting from the player with the quest token, each hero fights the monster. For each successful attack, gain one star token and place one wound token on the monster. For each successful defense, Gain one star token and the hero survives. A surviving hero collects rewards and discards remaining items. Replace defeated heroes. Step five, upgrade. Starting from the player with the quest token, each player can purchase an upgrade card or an employee card. Step six, storage. Place item cards in storage and discard all excess item cards. And that is Bargain Quest. I really appreciate the drafting that happens during the supply phase as it negates the randomness of players just being dealt really powerful cards, although that first card you take is probably going to be the most powerful out of the bunch. The display is also kind of interesting because you want to put something that's going to lure people in, but you don't want to put in an expensive card because that's a card you want to sell, so there's definitely a push and pull there that I like as a player. The only thing that I don't like would be during the upgrade step, the replenishing employee deck, because you can either not have access to an employee via it's not your turn or via you draw it after your turn and never had the opportunity to purchase it. So some people just have better luck based on when that employee pops up. This game does have quite a bit of luck involved in it. But that being said, there is ways to kind of get around that, either by allowing adventurers to die, making sure that they aren't in the next pool and you don't end up with them again, or making sure you draft cards based around the heroes in the display. So there's a lot of options with this game, and there can be a lot to think about depending on how you want to approach it. For a more in-detailed review by me, you can check out my website at makecraftgame.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please check out my other content either on my website at makecraftgame.com or on my YouTube channel under Makecraft Game. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe with whatever you're watching. So thank you for listening, and I will catch you next time.